What's up, Night fans? We're back with another playoff edition of the Always Earned podcast yeah, after yeah. a dominating win against Very the dominating. defending champs. <clears throat> what was it, like uh, 470 rushing yards, I think? Yeah. yeah. I had so much fun at that game. I wasn't on the sideline. I would wait until it got quiet because you had a, your daughter had a, a movie premiere. I'd wait till it got quiet, and then I would start yelling. Donnie, as loud as I freaking could. COVID map can't save you this year, baby. Donnie. Oh, no. I probably said it 10 times when it was quiet. Oh, boy. They heard me on the sideline. Mm-hmm. They heard me. <laughs> and we were yelling at the refs. It's just playoff football. I can't be on the sideline because I like to yell at the refs. I like to yell at the t- coaches. And here's the problem about this weekend. One side. There's no visitor section at Are university. One side. I hate that. <laughs> That's terrible. It's like Parkersburg. No like Parkersburg, it's like Oak Hill. Uh, but the game Friday, I mean, it went exactly the way you kind of figured it would. We started yeah. a couple possessions there, start a little rough, right? Just the, Well, we drove down and we fumbled. Yeah. And then we gave up a busted play, but we still held them. But other than the one fumble, they never stopped our first-team offense. <laughs> never. So, and it was just all about that line. There was this one play that kind of, I sent it to a couple people. It was Mason's, like, it was 21-6. We had a big fourth line or fourth and goal stand. We get the ball. And I think on the first play, Mason mm-hmm. took it 93 yards for a touchdown. Yeah. And yeah. it just, I sent it to a couple people. I was like, this is why Midland is, why we do what we do. Literally, there's three offensive linemen 30 yards downfield <laughs> looking to hit somebody. And then uh, Fisher, Logan Fisher, just absolutely oh, yeah. drilled a kid yeah. and sent him one for a touchdown. That was on the news. But that's just why they – And then he, uh, he gave a good little fist bump Yeah, a little there. fist bump. But that's just why they <clears> – Yeah, why I mean, it's hard dominating, to stop. dominating lines are hard to hard – to really, you have dominating lines in, in uh, high school, it's – You've got such a huge advantage, especially in our state, and we do. We dominate the line of scrimmage. This is the bottom line. Yep. And and so now looking forward, uh, I mean, good. university's good, but good here's challenge. my thing. They're undefeated, and usually you could say, oh, they didn't play anybody, but everybody they played, they pretty much spanked. Yeah, so they killed. good teams just – that's what you do. You beat who's yeah. on your schedule really bad. Prolific offense for sure. I mean, they, they put up a lot of points. They haven't seen anybody like us, that's for sure, but – you know, sometimes you get a lot of confidence, and you've got they've got athletes. I mean, they're in Morgantown. They're they've got athletes. By the way, I, I student taught there. Anybody? University yeah. High School. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I did. I did actually enjoy it. I enjoyed it because when I was there, you know, there's always a university Morgantown rival, and Morgantown was really good, and so university was you kind of like kick to the kick to the side or whatever. But I, you so you had a lot of people transferring into Morgantown. Yeah, university was. Uh, I had a little, little bit of a poke feel. Everybody kind of knew everybody, despite yep. it being big. But since they've built a humongous new school, um, new facilities, that's that's what's surprising to me about the one-sided, not the I mean, one-sided bleachers. But all right. you all know how my mind works and how I'm a I'm a dork when it comes to remembering sporting events. Yeah. <laughs> so the first ever Super Six that was held in Wheeling was 1994, because our brother Nemo's mm-hmm. dad played in it. They yeah. beat Sissonville. I was a freshman. That next Saturday, South Charleston beat 
University. University. Yeah. I just remember their golden helmets. I used to thought their helmets yeah. were cool. University because I was a little kid. Yeah, they like they and South Charleston knocked off um Randy Moss and DuPont to, to get, get that game. Yeah. And hmm. Poca scrimmaged South Charleston and whipped that A. And whipped them. <laughs> and I'll tell you why. We're all, we're we went on a tangent here, but uh, well, one, Poco's really good then, but the quarterback was Jason Meeks. Should have been a polka dot. He was a polka dot his whole life, but his dad was a coach at South Charleston, so he transferred, so they took it to him. But anyways. Isn't that, isn't that kind of weird that South Charleston had a quarterback should have been a polka dot this year, and they got yeah, whipped? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. We, we need to talk about that. I don't, I'm not sure what's happened there. I mean. What, South Charleston? Yeah. Well, supposedly their best player quit at halftime. Oh, their oh. running back, like, literally did our, not come. Our game? Yeah, oh, wow. did not come back in. He said, I'm tired of this shit and all stuff. <laughs> and now I had to bleep that. And uh, didn't come back out. Yeah. Well, I didn't I didn't know that. Yeah. Hmm. The the guy that has offers, the Dean kid, he did not Montreal? come back. Yes. The running back? Wow. I'm pretty sure, yeah. Mm-hmm. By the way, for the second week in a row, we are set up at uh, Midland's uh, weight room. Yep. We're just – here's what we're doing. We're setting the stage for next year, our live show being at Fat Patties. Yeah. Yeah, we're, we're setting the stage and also uh, – we. You know, we've got to get a, another shout-out because Glenn's uh, South, South Gino, Charleston Geno's. Yeah, has just loaded us up again. Geno's, South Charleston, home of the Big Cheesy. Nine ninety nine, nine ninety nine. Actually, the Pinwheels, the Mojacks. Yeah, that's are, true. The boys. Mm. So I'm, I'm pretty excited for this tomorrow. I'm, I'm pretty pumped. Um, I'm going to get there right at kickoff. I, I've, got to, I've got to work. I've got a closing at 4. I think I can get out of Hurricane at 4.30. And book it, and that's I, I can. You'd be there by seven. Yeah, Easy. I, I say seven, seven yep. fifteen. Um, but let's take a look at the bracket here. We're looking at it. Um, God, it's so intriguing. I mean, you look up there. No upsets. But only eight teams left. Isn't that wild? Yep. No upsets, but the two one seeds in the double A and and single A gone. But uh, Spring Valley, we're just talking about this. They chose Friday night. Yep. So they're going. Which Bubba said maybe they they might they might have gone up tonight. I w- I would have yeah. I mean, that's, that's a long drive. That is very, yeah. So they'll take on Martinsburg in a huge rematch, Jefferson and Bridgeport. Um, I, this is just me. I don't know if we didn't really talk about we're going to do predictions. I look for Martinsburg to bounce back against Spring Valley on their own turf yeah. at home. They got the turf field. Um, the Jefferson-Bridgeport game is intriguing. I think Jefferson's probably better than what people think. Yep. Um, and I don't think Bridgeport is. is no, when you play four double-A teams, we said that last year. Yeah. I mean, that, so, but I don't, I don't really care about that bottom part of the bracket because I think whoever wins Valley, the bottom, or the top is going to the state championship. State championship. And then ours, um, I still, I stick to what I said last week. I think G Dub could upset. I, I, you could, they, they could, could, but yeah. I don't think they will. Yeah, I, don't I wouldn't be really. shocked, but I selfishly, if we win, I want, I want those jokes. I do too, because like I said before, if if Huntington is standing in our way of making it to Willing, boys, I, I, I mean, it could, it could be ugly. And by the way, I will not make a mistake. I would leave straight from work and go to that oh, game. Oh, yeah, you had don't make last fun time, of me all you want to. I was there at five. Same. Oh, last time I left at like six, which is like an hour and a half before, yep. and sat there on the interstate. Never seen anything like it. People were walking from the bottom of that hill all the way up. Yep. One of our old teachers, who's 70, by the way, did that. <laughs> um, but anyways, I'm more concerned, and I'm not really that concerned, but I'm a little bit more concerned about this week yep. than, than Huntington. Well, yeah, um, it's going to be a big one, boys. Just because you don't know. There's always an unknown. I mean, you look at film. They put up a lot of points, but I, I'm pumped, man. Friday uh, night, Morgantown. I mean, it's going to be 27 degrees. 28 sure. degrees. It's yes. gonna be cold. I'm, I'm headed up. I think we're going to leave around lunchtime. Yep, me too. And I'm going to stop. Um, Book it up? 
I'm going to the polka dot. Are think, you really? I think so. Oh, yes. Well, I, w- I was going to go to the stadium and mark our territory. Pee all over? Like piss? <laughs> pee? No, put our seats down. Oh. So BJ said he's working until the end of the day, and then they're driving up. Oh. Sounds good. So. Um, here's the uh, – uh, well, we'll just jump in at predictions. I mean, I do think – I think we win. I think we win. I think it's a fairly close game. I do. Um, and I think it's fairly high-scoring game. Fairly. I'm going I'm – going. Forty-two twenty-eight nights. That's not bad, actually. I like I like that. Forty-two uh, twenty-eight nights. Yeah, I, I I'm going thirty-eight twenty-eight. Okay, Midland. Olivia's going to get that field goal. Mm-hmm. She's been pretty I, clutch this year. Yeah. I I think it's going to be uh, probably forty-two twenty-one. I think okay. our our defense will give up a couple big plays, but not. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We're going to make them one-dimensional. I don't think they'll be able to run on us. <laughs> It's going to be stopping that pass. Well, I mean, and that's – I've talked to the boys, and uh, I keep hearing about this one wide receiver that runs a true four five forty. 40 So, apparently, yeah, he's really fast. That'll so. be interesting. They'll have to double over the top or something. But yeah. also, uh mentioned that it was going to be cold. Word is that the boys decided to get used to the cold tonight and uh, started by Nemo Roberts. They uh, took their shirts off. Oh. Tonight practice. Yeah. Practice with no shirts on. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yep. All going to show up sick tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So uh, the players have bailed because they got fed. They got treatment. They got. They need to go home and get to bed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we're going to have Coach Luke on here shortly. So uh, let's get this win, man. Let's get to the semifinals. Let's do it. So we can just hammer the Hawks. Just came up with that. Oh, hammer the Hawks. Oh. That's the name of the episode. Hammer the Hawks. Hammer right the there. Hawks. Boom. Hammer right. the Hawks. Okay, night fans, we've got a treat for you. We've got the D coordinator, Mr. Eddie, or I should say Coach Eddie yeah. Smolder, joining us. What's going on tonight, Coach? Oh, not much. We just finished practice and, uh, you know, finished up the week and had our Thursday tailgate and just finished our coaches' meeting. We're excited and, you know, ready to wake up in the morning and load the buses and head up there. These boys are treated like – you get treated like that when you were at Ripley. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they're, they're treated like kings around here. I'm telling you. Yeah, yeah they are. we got good – great group of kids and they work hard and uh they're very coachable and are goal oriented and um you know they deserve to be treated like this they've done everything we've asked them to do and um you know coach Sammons runs a great program and has learned how to you know treat kids that do the right thing work hard and they deserve it all right so from a coach's perspective uh when the playoffs come out do you get kind of excited? Because I know for a couple years here, it's like we play Capital every year in the playoffs, then we play Spring Valley, then we play Huntington. So do you get excited to see a new opponent? And then at the same time, this new opponent's 11-0 and and scoring a ton of points. So just kind of talk about what you've seen on them and uh, on film from these guys. Um, this is the best time of year to be in the playoffs. I mean, football season's the best time of year, but when you get to the playoffs, it's just so much more special and uh, fun. You know, we're – we're glad to be in the situation we're in, and um, we're very excited about our opportunity. We like where we're at. And, you know, just looking at us, you know, we've improved a lot, and we improved this week. And, you know, we're excited about the uh, the challenge, you know, that university presents. But, um, you know, not necessarily focusing on them as much as we did this week. We're focusing on ourselves and improving, you know, the little things. And um, our kids are ready and excited. They've had a great week of practice, great week of preparation. They're locked in. and. You know, I can't wait to, to be honest with you, just turn them loose and let them play. So let's talk about the university offense a little bit. Really prolific, putting up a lot of points. Throw, run. I mean, what are the what are they what are they doing mostly? Um, when you break it down, they're about fifty fifty, but 
like you said, they've had a lot of blowouts and, you know, have had their JV in at the end of the game. And most teams, you know, when their JV's in, they run the ball. Yeah. And, uh, you know, they've had to lead a lot, so they've ran the ball late. But once you separate that, they're about 70-30 pass run. And, uh, you know, they've got two good quarterbacks. One of them was hurt last couple of weeks. And I guess he's coming back is what the paper said this week. But both of them can throw the ball. Um, they've got good receivers like everybody else we've played. And they've got a good offense line just like a lot of teams we've played. And, um, you know, their tailback's a big kid that, you know, runs hard. So, um, we've put a lot of work in. We're ready. We're excited. We're locked in. And, um, you know, we just got to play great defense like we have this season and continue to uh, improve like we have each week and uh, let it all hang out there. Yeah, because that's a lot of the talk that uh, Metro News, I saw a story that they did that, you know, they haven't scored less than 35 points all year and all this other stuff. But then – you know, just kind of thinking about how much we've improved, and you've kind of you've touched on this, but if you, I was looking at the schedule, it's on the wall. If you think how much better we've gotten from the Ironton scrimmage to now, it's kind of oh, crazy. Yeah. That's why I knew, I mean, we were just going to hammer South Charleston because <laughs> how much better, especially defensively. So uh, just kind of talk about any particular players that have stuck out as far as improvement over the course of the, of the year or even the past couple weeks or, you know, who's really just sticking out and made big strides. Well, the bottom line is I came here two years ago and, uh, you know, Coach Sam and I have been good friends for a long time. We grew up together and uh, you played Little League together, middle school football together. And he moved to Ravenswood, so we played against each other in high school. In college, we, um, you know, were college teammates for four years and um, been friends ever since that outside of the coaching world. But, you know, when I came here, they asked me to be defense coordinator. Um, you know, I took it as a big honor because if the other team – doesn't score they can't win yeah. so you know i've been a head coach before i came here for nine years and i take just as much pride in running this defense as i did as being a head football coach and it's our obligation and job to keep the other team from scoring more points than us so you know myself and the defensive coaches and coach sammons helps out as well we do it all together you know i called on friday but you know we got a great staff and that's played a lot of football and coached a lot of football, and we put a lot of time into preparing our kids, and the kids do a great job of, um, you know, getting the game plan and working it in practice and executing it in the game. Um, we set a goal back in uh, February, you know, with the returning defensive guys of 12.5, and what that means is it's the least – that would break the record for the least amount of points in a season given up by a defense that since Coach Sammons has been here, haven't looked at anything before then. Yeah. Um, and we ended up – you know, holding teams, I think it was 11.4 mm -hmm. by wow. the end of the regular season. So our kids reached that goal, and it meant a lot to them. They break it down to that, and there's a chat group in the text that they call it 12.5. So setting goals is important. They reached that one. We lowered it to uh, 10 in the playoffs. We want to be a little bit better. Yeah. So, you know, they scored late there on as South Charleston did. But if we can hold teams to 10 points or less, um, and we can hold university to 10 or less, we're going to win this football game. That's the ultimate goal. Yeah. Um, you know, improvement-wise, we've improved a lot. You know, the kids our, – you know, our big thing is improve weekly, and we've done that. We've got kids in the right places. We're playing at a high level. We've got multiple fronts, multiple coverages, multiple blitzes. But when you break it all down to defense, it's um, being in a great stance, number one. Uh, number two, being lined up correctly. And number three, um, doing your assignment. And it's really that easy when you yeah. break it down, but you got to become really great at those three things. And our kids have done that, and their um, effort and pursuit to the ball has improved tremendously. I think the most impressive thing, defense is good. How you still have a voice at this juncture in the year? <laughs> you get down there in sidelines, yep. 
He's yep. screaming the whole game. I mean, coaching, <clears throat> coaching the entire game. And I'm every night, every Friday, I'm like, he's not gonna have a voice, and he still has a voice. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I try to coach like I played. I'm, you know, I'm a laid back guy off the field, but when I cross the white line, I flip a switch. And um, I was an intense player, and I and coach, you know, I coach intensely, and I, you know, I believe the players feed off of that, and it shows them how much you care, how much passion you have for what you're doing, and it means a lot to me. Like I said, you know, I love being in this program. Coach Samus is one of my best friends, and you know, I take it as a big honor, and I put it on my shoulders to keep teams to a low scoring amount so that way we have best opportunity to win and i told them earlier when we opened up the episode that playoff football i'm in the stand so i can yell at the other coaches <laughs> the refs i don't know the other night it got quiet i kept yelling donnie <laughs> <laughs> so i just like harassing people in the playoff and yelling so i'm gonna try to be horse this week that too. way you don't get a flag yeah that way <laughs> i was gonna wear a mask and i'll probably end up cussing somebody out on no friday luck. so that's no why luck. i stayed up in the stands well, Coach, we appreciate you joining us, and, uh, of course, best of luck. And you're right. We help, we hold these guys to 10 or 15, 15 probably. We're going to win that ball yep. game. So we'll see you on the sidelines Friday night. Thanks, guys. I appreciate it. Appreciate Thanks. what you guys are doing for the program. Yeah, Thanks, thank you. All right, night fans. The big man in charge has joined us. we got Coach Luke Sammons. Let's talk about this big matchup with the University Hawks. we uh, we got Coach Smolder on. Talking about the, they obviously have a pretty prolific offense. So just kind of take us through all that. What what are you seeing on film? Uh, I mean, you know, they got a good team overall, or they wouldn't be undefeated. But uh, good receivers, uh, quarterback makes good throws. Twenty two is a really tough runner. Um, you know, they can throw the ball vertical. Um, they're just a good team. Score a lot of points. Um, beat a lot of football teams pretty bad and. You know, we just got to execute defensively. But they're just overall just a good team that runs a spread and can throw the ball and run the ball. So when you get to this point, you're going to see good teams. You know, your room for error becomes less and less. And uh, that's how it should be, of course, as you move on in the playoffs. But they're a good football team. Now, you've you've talked before, like, sometimes where what we do is so unique that you don't know exactly what to expect from them defensively. So have they played anybody similar to us? And just what kind of front are you – kind of expecting to see or anticipating? Uh, I mean, they played Morgantown. They run the wing tee. Um, Oak Hill runs the wing tee. A couple other teams, but, you know, it's it's a lot different than what we do, but it's similar in some ways. But it's they pull a lot of guards and do that sort of thing. But we're not really like that. Um, but, you know, we do have some of the same um, formations and, and things like that. And, so we are similar, but we're a lot different as well. So uh, they run a 6-2 against all those teams, very, very aggressive, similar to South Charleston where they're committing a lot of guys to the line of scrimmage. Um, you know, I don't know if they'll do that. That's what we plan for, but we kind of plan for everything every week. We've learned that years ago. Just We prepare for a 4 everything that you can think of, um, you know, because we don't know what we're going to see. And, you know, so we're ready for any defense they have. So um, it just depends on what they give us. Well, the boys are looking pretty good right now. They uh, they came out strong in South Charleston. That whole week, it just felt like those they, they were so pumped up, probably because of what happened last year, not you know being cut short. Um, it seems like this has been a good week of practice, talking to the players and the other coaches. Um, how's this week been? Are, you, are the boys ready? Yeah, they're ready. They're excited. Um, 
they know they're a good group. We've been planning for this for month, you know, over a month, you know, not looking ahead, but just kind of with our mentality and our approach. Um, you know, they're not happy with being in the playoffs or, you know, they, they expect more. And uh, they know, you know, what's at stake. You don't have to really tell them. Um, we just been really working hard as a program in the weight room and doing extra film study and um, just kind of tendencies and just everything that, you know, we feel like we can get an advantage on. Um, so we've kind of turned it up over the last month um, in preparation for these games right here. And, uh, and I think the kids have really bought into that. And if we wouldn't have done that, if, you know, we couldn't do that, but, you know, our kids are different. They're, they're ready. They want it. They, they're a good group of kids who really enjoy being together. And uh, this thing will end whenever they're ready for it to end, to be honest. I mean, I tell our coaches that, you know, it's we're going to push them. That's our job. We're going to, you know, and I don't, they're not ready for it to end. You can just tell they want to keep going. They have that mindset. So um, we're, we're excited. So this is a little bit unique. We asked, we asked uh, Coach Smolder about it as well. When is the last time Midland has even played university? I don't recall it. I mean, I'm assuming they have played. Have you played them since you've been here? No, we haven't. Okay. Yeah. Is that – you and you like that better? I mean, they're obviously the unknown, but a uh, new challenge, a uh, new team. I mean, I, I think the boys, uh, it does seem like they, they're up for, you know, a little bit of a new challenge, a uh, new team. So, do you care one way or the other on that? Yeah, I mean, I think anytime you play a new team, it's it's good for your kids. Um, you know, it's football regardless. But um, you're going to go all the way. You got – yeah. You could play multiple teams, you know, other teams you've played in the regular season. So um, you just really don't know. But how it fell this year, you know, we didn't play South Charleston last year or this year. So being being able to play them was great. And then, and our kids are excited. They're, you know, whenever you play someone and you, you beat them or you lose or, you know, there's different motivation to play them again. And, uh, you know, sometimes you win those, sometimes you don't. But I think it just depends on the kids, you know, what they're ready to do. Like I said, you know, if they're ready to play and they're wanting it, I think they're going to win. So um, with this game, I think university, um, they're excited because they haven't been there. They haven't played them. Uh, they embrace going to other people's house. Uh, they embrace that. I think they look forward to it. They like it just like playing at home. Uh, it's not intimidating to them. I think they really look forward to it. But I think you're right. I think, you know, they look forward to playing a new team. Well, from my perspective, and I don't know if it's right, but <laughs> we've seen teams that run the spread and throw the ball around, but they have not seen a line that's going to block the way we're going to block and the way we're going to get after it. So as far as playing a new team, I think that's advantage us big time because yeah. that, that first drive, they might be like, well, because I was talking to Polka's uh, trainer and uh, Toby Payne is going to Marshall. And uh, he was like, man, that's like uh, Toby told me last year before the ball was even snapped, he felt like there was linemen blocking him at middle linebacker. <laughs> you know what I mean? So that's one thing. A team that's not used to playing us, that's just a big adjustment for the way our, our line plays and the way we block and get after it on offense. Yeah, we're different. You know, it's it's hard to replicate. You know, it's um, – I don't know. It's just different style of football. And, you know, I believe in it and the kids believe in it. And, it's who we are, and we, but we've been doing it all year and for years, and I think that we, we've we gotten a heck of a lot better from week two to week three to week, you know, every week it's a process, and our kids have gotten a lot, lot better, and I think they're even more aggressive, more physical, because they, they know what they're doing even more, 
And it is different. You know, if you're facing a spread team, it's different. You know, if you're facing a team that runs right at you and runs option and do different, you know, they do different things and it's a different, it's just different. You know, you're not used to it. That doesn't mean, you know, university can't adapt and play and beat us. It's just different and they'll have to do that. Well, it's going to be a little chilly, but you, uh, I like it. You chose uh, Friday night. We were just talking about this. I selfishly wanted Saturday and then kind of thought about it. Definitely keeps the kids you know, sort of in, in their routine and their pattern and, and all that good stuff. So uh, it'll be it'll be a little nipply out there. I like but, it. Uh, it's football season, man. It's that's how it is. So, coach, as always, appreciate you joining us, and uh, we're all making the trip to Morgantown. So we're going to see you there, and best of luck to you. Yeah, Let's go. Thank you, guys. We appreciate you.